order, the way the, um, the tribes are counted. Of course, the easiest way uh, would be the way they were born. Would be Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulun, Don, Aftali, God, and Asher, and, uh, and Yosef and Binyamin. Uh, that would be the easiest way, as we count the 12 tribes. These are the 12 tribes. But in the Chomish, in the Pasuk, it gives you always a little bit different ways to count it. The Gemara in Soita talks about it. But in this week's Pasha, in the beginning, we also talk about counting the, uh, the Bnei Yisrael. Rashi already points out that the Jewish people are counted all the time. He says as soon as they left Egypt, they were counted. Now, where were they counted over there in the Pasuk? We don't find a count when they left Egypt, really. Uh, if you look at the Chumash strictly in the Pasuk, you don't find a counting over there. Uh, the only thing is, the Pasuk states that this was like Sheish, Elef, Ragli, Hamazen, like there was 600,000 people. So there is an assumption over there that that was the count. But the other thing is, I mean, you need to still look in exactly because the numbers, uh, the numbers are, um, the number 600,000 is usually the number that we talk about the Bnei Yisrael, not only from the uh, prospect of um, the actual counting, but there's a significance to the 600,000, there's a significance to the 600,000th letter of the Torah. We say Yisrael is Yesh Shishim Ribui Oisius Latoira. And we learned in the Maimur and the Torah, and one of the Maimur, I believe it was in the Torah, so we learned that it says that even though if you count the actual number, there's no 600,000 letters in the Sefer Torah. There's no such a thing. But he says that you also count, the vowels are counted as letters too. It's interesting, he says there, that you know, anytime there is a vowel which is, takes the place of a letter, it's assumed that there was a letter over there, and that adds to the number. So is that that's. I, I didn't verify that, but I said that the Maimur says that, you know, it definitely doesn't make 600,000 without it. So I guess that would increase it by quite a bit, you know, putting in all the vowels. Uh, I don't know. Do people. What do you actually, mean, No, it just, uh, just the vowels. Because when you say like ah uh, or, or, or ba, you know, whatever, so there's like missing the, the, the actual letter. You can put in a, 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 a letter in the place of the vowel, so that would no, be another. Be what? Wouldn't that be too many? Again, I'm not, I, I, I don't really know. I just mentioned this because I think we learned it in, in Lakuta Torah somewhere. I think uh, one, uh, when passing by, it just says the Yashish Rebbe's Torah. And I think, I didn't, I didn't verify or look at the source or anything else. It just, you know, just quickly. As, huh? Yeah, that expression, there's a known expression. But I said in Lakuta Torah, he explains it a little bit. He says, but the, I think over there he says the reality is that there is no 600,000 letters to say for Torah. But nevertheless, the number 600,000 is very significant. But, you know, already we have, you know, Rashi deals with it, you know, all the calculations, you know. But, you know, the number is, you know, according to Hasidus also, you know, Kabbalah mainly, uh, you have the number uh, 70, you know, it starts with, with the number 70, went down to Mitzrayim, and then it branched out to 600,000. And even though that, you know, there's a lot more than 600,000 uh, Jewish people out there, but they're considered like branches from the sparks. There are sparks of the sparks, you know, various different interpretations. But the number 600,000 is significant. It wasn't exactly six in the Pasuk. It talks about 630, whatever the, 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 the exact number. But the interesting thing is that it's always 600,000, you know, and then the, 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 the real question would be also, uh, which needs to be looked at. And again, I didn't, I'm just talking out of memory now, so I'm not really. Uh, but the question would really be, 
because the tribe of Levi is not included in the 600,000. They were besides the 600,000. And then, uh, but, and the reason is because they were counted separately because they were meant to be the, and they exchanged for the Bechayim, for the, uh, as we learned in this, we're going to learn Tak in a few, in a few uh, soon, we're going to learn in the Parsha, later on, actually in the Parsha, we're going to learn about their separate counting and how they were exchanged for the Bechayim, etc. So, really the, 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 the number over here is going to be a little bit problematic because the 600,000, when they count, when they went out of Egypt, that had to include the Levim too, because there's no reason not to include them. That included everybody, and it's still the same number of 600,000. Rashi already points also to the fact that the 600,000 seems to be exactly, in both times, in both countings, seem to be exactly the same number. How does that come out? How could that be possible? And Rashi explains over there uh, that with regards to the age, it didn't really change. It was in the same year. They counted them, you know, everybody, anybody who was born in that year. But the point here is that they were always counted, and Rashi says they're counted because they're especially to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But uh, when they counted them, they didn't just count them. So Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, of course, he was the main one he was counting them. But the Torah says that together with Moshe Rabbeinu, there should be one a leader from each tribe. And then the, the point that I was trying to bring out today, you see that the tribes, they had to send... Now, what is the order of the leaders of the tribes that they're saying? So it doesn't seem to follow the same order. The Gemara and Saito over there points out that, you know, in various different places, in Shemois, you know, you have uh, the numbers of, uh, tells you the, the, the different names over there, uh, of their accounts in the order of the birth. Then the question was, in Har Grizim and Har Evil, that's the discussion in Gemara and Saito, how the tribes were organized on the, on the mountain. And then the Gemara brings down also the case of the Gemara of, of the Pasuk of Hirba Midbar. But one thing is very interesting, just so it's interesting to observe. While you have the order, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, they were Leia's children, usually in all these countings, they're always together. They're like, you know, on the same stone and they're the same. Reuven, Shimon, Levi, in this case, Levi wasn't there because... Moshe Rabbeinu represented already the tribe of Levi. So there was no other representative for the tribe of Levi to go along to be counting together for the counting. When we gave, each tribe gave a representative to be counted also with them, that didn't include the tribe of Levi because Moshe Rabbeinu presumably already represented for the tribe of Levi. So they didn't need another person from the tribe of Levi. But they had from each one of the tribes. But the tribes as they're counted, you see, within themselves there is differences. But it's still, it's not in the exact order of the birth, but it's still, all of them are in a chunk, in a unit. All the children of Rachel are counted together. And in all cases, it makes a little bit of differences, but it's always Rachel's children together with the Bnei Ashwachas, together with Leah and Bilhah and Zilpah's children, uh, always counted together with, with, um, with Yosef and, and Binyamin, or Menashe and Ephraim, whatever it is, they always go together with the Bnei Ashwachas, which, which goes along with the original story that Hunan is Bnei Bilos and Bnei Zilpa and Sheyavim, that Yosef, as Rashi says over there, was Mekar of them, and the brothers would sort of degrade them. They would call them the Bnei Ashwachas. They would call them uh, like their second-class citizens. They weren't like as important as them. And Yosef, on the other hand, so that's what you see, that whether it's on the... Uh, whether it's on the uh, different stones of the Choshen, uh, on the stone, or on the 
on the ephod, and they had the, the two uh, mishpatzes. So you always find that, that it's a distinction. The children of Rachel Aleya stay on one side, and I mean it's also practical. One can say because I mean Leia had six children, so they can combine them all together. It's between Rachel, Leia, uh, I mean Rachel, Bil, and Zopa together had the same six children on the other side. But it's just interesting to see how that idea of being together with the uh, the Bnei Hashvaches actually carried through in the counting of the Torah and the mentioning and everything else. That it's always, and that's perhaps you know their special zechus, you know that they uh, realized Yosef and they realized that they're all Bnei Yaakov, notwithstanding exactly who the mother was. Uh, but still, that is the um, that is the, the Bnei Yaakov.